so good to be back, everybody. Welcome to Coffee with Lily. I am your host, Lily, and I am back. God, I know what you guys have been wondering. It's September. Where is she? We're closer to the end of September. She says she would be back. Guys, I am back. Like, I am back. It is so, feels so good to be back. This summer was amazing. I had a great time with the summer. Spent the first couple weeks of September getting the kids acclimated with going back to school. I, myself, starting the fall semester. So, it is just crazy. It is bananas how time goes by way so fast. Like, it is, like, I think with kids, time goes by quicker versus when you're working a full-time job when you have no kids because when you have no kids you're like oh my god when is this day over or can't wait for it to be over and then when you have kids the time just goes by so fast because you're so busy that it seems like there's not enough time or hours or minutes in the day for you to get everything that you wanted to get done and if you do you feel like this euphoria of like I got everything done feels so good but this summer I took a break. I took a break from like blog posting and I think I sprinkled a couple here and there just because I didn't want to leave with like no traction. And then I posted meh during the summer on my Instagram and shared a couple little Insta stories with you guys. But it felt so good to kind of like take a step back and just enjoy the summer with the kids. The last time I had a summer off was probably when um, my oldest was a baby and she's nine now so it's been a really long time like I B never got to spend like a summer with me MJ got to spend a little bit of a summer with me but he was a baby he was going to daycare for the most part so it felt so good to just be able to enjoy parks with them and not feel that rush of like, oh my God, the weekend's over. We got to go to work on Monday or you guys have school the next day or we have like dance to go to and like, you know, activities to attend to. So it was a lot of it was just like more relaxed, less rush. MJ was in school for the first six to seven weeks of um, the summer But after that, we literally, there was like nothing. It was just freedom to just do whatever we wanted. And I never, like, I was always a fan of like going on like timeouts.com. Like, I think it's like New York City timeout where you can see activities on what you can do. But one website that I fell absolutely madly in love with over the summer was mommypoppins.com. Not only is all of the activities mainly for children and families to do together with their kids, but activities for the kids to do. And they had them like like age appropriate, where if you have a bigger kid, you can look at what they can do. If you have smaller kids, what they can do. They even had things for your babies to do, like little mommy and me play dates for babies, which I thought was amazing. Some of the activities were free. Some of the activities were... um, you had a fee to like to go, but it wasn't it's super expensive. So we got to do a bunch of stuff. The girls got to do yoga in the park. We got to do like a poetry thing at the park. We went to the city. We went to a bunch of festivals and we had so much fun. Like I really don't think I've ever had a summer where I was so just engulfed in them and spent just like free time and 
I don't know. It was so relaxing. Like we were out in the city, and sometimes when you're out in the city with your kids, like it seems like you're you're like always rushing, or you're like so like oh my god, that person's there, like too many people. But it wasn't like that at all. Like we really just had a relaxing time, and the girls got to spend time in the backyard. I have been attempting to garden, which honestly, like. I was not a gardener. I've never really been a gardener, but it's something that I've actually gotten more interested over the summer. So I'm kind of dabbling in that since we have a backyard now. And over the summer, my oldest like pressed me. She was like, mom, you need to do YouTube again. I was like, eh, I don't know. Like that's the main reason why I started the podcast. I'm not such a great person on camera, like talking and she's like no you got to do it anyway like do it so I was I told her I'm like okay fine so I actually filmed I did I filmed a video it went up last week and then I felt horrible because I was telling my uh I was on my video I said hey like I'll have the podcast up it's gonna go up this week no that didn't happen (laughs) and I was just like oh I really have to stop doing that So I am. I'm going to stop doing that. Now I have my schedule set in place on times when I need to be recording the podcast. So this is going to go way easier. And organization has always been key for me, like keeping everything organized in my calendars. And I'm more or less a, I like writing down things. And then what I'll do is if I really need that like extra reminder, I'll put it in my calendar. But I was uh, just sat down and wrote down everything, wrote down topics I wanted to talk about. But a lot of what I got asked this summer was like, how do you feel? Like, it's been a year since you quit your job. Like, do you have that like motivation to go back to work? And honestly, I feel like I'm working already and I do freelance. So it's not an issue of not working. It's whether or not I really miss that hustle and bustle of like getting up, going to the actual office and working like a nine to five. No, I don't. (laughs) I don't. I don't miss it. And I feel like a lot of that would take away from me being able to pick up the kids after school, do help with them with homework help. Working at 9 to 5, I was running to drop them off at school. I mean, at school, at camp, at daycare, and then getting home, rushing back into the Bronx at 6, making sure I get here at 6 so that I can pick everyone up so that they're not late or they don't get, like, I, I don't get penalized for them being late. And then running back home to then make dinner, to then give them a bath to homework help. And for the majority of the time, I really felt like, I wasn't being the mom that I always wanted to be. I always wanted to be a present mom, be there for all the activities, be there for homework help. And not every parent has that luxury. And it sucks because when you want to, you know, when you want to do it and you can't do it, it makes you feel like a crappy person. And honestly, I started to feel that way. And it was taking a little toll on me and not just because of the homework and wanting to be there but because MJ was having MJ was having more and more difficulties in daycare so in the beginning of the summer when my oldest was in camp Juan and I were talking about me thinking about 
working at home, like seeing if I can work from home for at least half of the week or work from home, period, like just working from home. And with the company that I was working with, even though they completely, completely were understanding of the situation at home, meaning, you know, I had a son who was autistic. There were times where I had to come to work late because B at the time was going to physical therapy. There were times where I wouldn't come into work because one of the kids were sick. Uh, I would have to leave work early because I had, you know, parent-teacher meeting. So my job was really understanding. And I never really wanted to leave the job, like, in a quick notice. I never wanted to, you know, make them think that I was taking them for granted because I enjoyed working there. I love the people. But the idea that I would have had to quit sooner or later was there. It was evident. We needed to, it needed to happen. We were having a hard time finding someone because MJ was going to be aging out of early intervention. Early intervention stops at age three. And MJ would have started school in a couple months or January. So we were trying to figure out if we can find someone, someone trustworthy, someone that we liked, someone that MJ liked to pick him up from school. We didn't really trust putting him on a school bus. Like we don't, we just didn't want to. Like it's just not for us. Like I know some families do it. And if they trust it, then that's fine for us. We just weren't really comfortable with it. So we were looking for someone to pick him up from school and bring him home and stay with him at least until one of us had gotten back. And, you know, just that process, looking for someone who was trustworthy and reliable and someone who we felt comfortable with to be in our home while we weren't there. And it was such a hard thing for us to do, like, we just and the person that we wanted to couldn't do it at the time so we were like "Mm." while all this happening speaking to therapists working close by with therapists figuring out what we were going to do for the school year like for him uh mj was having a harder time at daycare he was having a hard time communicating getting not his needs and wants met but trying to get out what he wanted like if he would ask for something usually he would cry or whine and if you didn't understand it he would get upset and start crying like just crying crying so there were a couple times where you know I would FaceTime him there and I would talk to him and he'd be fine while I was at work and then there were other times where I had to leave work early because He was just so inconsolable. Like, you couldn't get him to just calm down or relax. So that happening more and more was putting the pressure on us to say, okay, this is getting harder for him. Maybe we can have someone take care of him at home. That wasn't working out. So we were just like, you know what? You're like, you know, Juan and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to have to quit my job. So the initial plan was for me to quit my job in the beginning of September, towards the end of August. That way I can give them two weeks notice and let them know. That way they can have like the opportunity to find someone in that time. I can train them in that time. I spoke to my boss. I let them know like, hey, is there any way that I can work from home like two days out the week just to test out, see if it worked? And unfortunately with the company, I couldn't do so. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, it's okay. Within like the second week of August of last year, I was at work only twice a week. 
because MJ was getting, it was getting like so bad. Like it was just like, he wouldn't want to go to daycare. He was having such a hard time. Oops, sorry. He was having such a hard time. And then what ended up happening was they called me the following week. I was only at work for about an hour and 45 minutes. It was like 10.45. And they call me and they're like, hey, he's having a hard time. You know, I'm so sorry to do this to you. And I said, no, it's okay. Let me see if I can FaceTime him. And during this whole time, I really started to feel like a shitty mom. Like I really just started to feel guilty and felt like I was neglecting my job as a mom. And and not just to MJ, to all the kids. Because I really, I was spending time with them, but the hours that I was spending time with them sucked. So he, um, they FaceTime me and the first picture I get is of him crying and his big sister B trying to console him. And the minute I saw that I started crying, I was just like, I can't, no, I'm leaving. Like, it's fine. I'll go get him. I said, no, it's okay. Like, I'll, I'll leave. And I hang up the phone with them. I go to my manager and I'm like, Hey, I'm so sorry, but I, I can't, like, I gotta go. And this is my last day. So I left. I left. I got home. I pick up the kids. I come home. I let Juan know, like, hey, I quit my job. And he was like, okay, we'll talk about it more when we get home. When I get home. And I was like, okay, fine. So when Juan got home, I was so just, I felt numb because I was like, I know I'm making the right decision. I know I'm doing this for the right reasons. But I still felt like, I guess panic because I was like, oh my God, we were a two income household. It's going to be a while before I find a freelance job. That way we can be a two income household again. I'm just stressing for the unnecessary things. Like it was necessary, but we actually were okay. And a lot of that stressing, it took me a while to realize that the majority of the money that I was spending and the stuff that I was getting there weren't necessary. I was buying toys for the kids constantly. Why? Because in a way, I was making up for my time not being there. And it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good payoff. Like I would buy them toys, they would use them for a couple of weeks, and then they'd be they wouldn't use them anymore. So I noticed that when I was home. I stopped buying them things and then they started using the stuff that they had. And a lot of me being home led to me becoming, led to me thinking about becoming a minimalist because I was just like, why are we putting value into things that don't really mean anything to us? Why are we doing this? Why are we, why do we keep doing this? Like this is something, and it wasn't something that Juan was doing it was more or less something that I was doing and I noticed that we were both doing it over like over not over a period of time we were both doing it where it was like why am I being lazy why am I cooking like why are we why am I eating outside like I should be making dinner like dinner at home with the kids is like family it's together it's that valuable time and I just I started to enjoy it more. I started to put more effort into being there and more. I started noticing how the kids were also changing with me being home. MJ was getting better because I was at home and his early intervention services were being out were being done at home. B had started school in September. So being there for her, her first couple days, not having to worry about, oh my God, I got to take the day off. I got to let my boss know. 
I have to, you know, run to the train to then go to work for a couple hours and then come home to pick them up and all that stuff. So I felt more at ease. I felt more, more, le- I was feeling less stress, which felt amazing because I'm not going to lie. I am a huge stress ball. Like I walk around with just like stress all the time. And a lot of that stress that I do feel and I feel now is more so about time. Like I still feel like time is just, it goes by too quick. But the stress that I was feeling before was stress about parenting, was stress about B not having a connection with me that she wanted because when she was younger, before I quit my job, she would have tantrums left and right. And I think a lot of that stemmed from her not being close to me because I wasn't spending enough time with her. And I learned how important one-on-one time is. I knew it was important before, but quitting my job and doing it and actually putting it into practice made such a big difference. So that alone with her, my oldest, she was always able to talk to me and have conversations with me. But I think before when I was working a full-time job and I would get home, when she would talk to me, I would only hear like half of what she said. It's something that not a lot of parents like to admit to. It's something I don't like to admit to. But I was so stressed out and so just drained and tired that I would listen to her. But I don't think my brain was actually taking in the information, like the conversations we were having. And now it's amazing. Like our relationship has gotten better, not better, but it's just overall, like I love the connection that I have with them. MJ has gotten better. His therapy sessions being done at home, I was able to work one-on-one with them. And when they stopped, I would be able to continue them. So his ABA therapy, she was here for a couple hours. Once she would leave, I would continue on that routine, teaching him, you know, the things that he was learning, how to get dressed, how to tie his shoes, you know, doing all that stuff. And of course, as a mom, that's our job. But when you have a kid who's on the spectrum, they learn very differently than a quote unquote normal kid. So with him, it took extra time and extra, you know, an extra effort. So doing all that and spending that time with him and keeping up with the therapy sessions, he was less frustrated. He's gotten way better at communicating with us and letting us know if something's wrong, if something's bothering him, if he wants something, which to be completely honest, that wouldn't have happened. He would have still been frustrated. He would have still been, you know, not not communicating better. He would have kind of been at a standstill and I'm not happy that that would have been the case, but I'm happy that I quit my job because now it's better. So he started school in January of this year and he's been doing phenomenal learning. I mean, he's so smart. It's amazing. B with school, I was so nervous that she would start throwing tantrums and stuff like that. And she wasn't. She was actually very well in school. She was behaving amazingly. She learned so much. And then being there after school pickup and talking to her and like asking her, hey, what did you learn today at school? What did you do today at school? And she would tell me all these stories. And that alone makes you feel warm inside. (laughs) So it was amazing. So I don't regret quitting my job at all. I really don't. Quitting my job was, I think, one of the best decisions I've made in a very, very, very long time. 
And a lot of that comes from how it's affected our family. The kids are better. My relationship with Juan is closer for some reason. I don't know why, but it is. Um, I'm less stressed. You know, I feel more better about the way I'm parenting. Like I'm not questioning myself as much as I used to. And then on top of that, it's just personal growth. Like when you spend that much time focusing on the kids, focusing on yourself, focusing on your household, I feel like there's certain things you end up realizing about yourself. Like I used to care so much about what people's perception of me was because I was trying so hard and now I don't care so much. Like of course I care about your opinion, of course I care, but I don't let it affect me as a person. Like I'm not going to change because you want me to change. This is who I am and this is what you get. Like before, I used to th- I used to have the mentality like, okay, I'm going to try to do I'm, I'm, I want to do makeup. I love beauty. I love all this stuff. And I'm putting myself out there. I got to keep up with like the latest trends. And even though I still like me, I still love makeup, not even like makeup. I still love makeup. I love beauty. I love all of it. But in terms of like, I'm going to buy the latest foundation or I'm going to buy the latest makeup palette, even though I know for a fact, I'm not going to use it. That I'm not so keen on doing right away. Like, if I know that I'm going to be, you know, creating beautiful makeup looks and stuff like that, I'm going to use it on a daily basis, then I will purchase it. But before, I wasn't like that. Before, I would buy it, take it, use it for a couple weeks, make a bunch of looks, post it on Instagram, and then call it a day. And I, was, and, and I wasn't even using them that often. So it was, it's stuff like that that changed over time and I love it it's so weird something that I've also been loving was actually being able to read like I used to be obsessed with reading books I still am obsessed with reading books but I've gravitated towards more parenting books and other kind of books but I wanted to start reading books about more mindfulness and sometimes some of these books can actually be kind of boring but what I found and what I've been loving so far is this magazine called Breathe and Make Time for Yourself. It's about well-being, mindfulness, creativity, and escaping. And it's, a, it's printed in the UK. It's about 13 bucks. But one article, let me pull it up, that actually a little bit coincides with this is this episode. Actually, it's what's your passion and could it benefit your soul, your pocket, even especially if you're no longer in full-time employment. So this magazine, I am going to link it in the bio so that you can kind of take a peek at it. Maybe it's something that you're, maybe you're looking to read instead of actually reading a book. Maybe you can pick this up. And honestly, I think if you have, I think there's like a magazine subscription app that you can get on your phone. If you don't like actually carrying a book or a magazine, you might be able to find it there. So I'm going to post it in, post it, I'm going to post it in the description box. I will be posting at least once a week. Thank you for those who have been sticking by me and have been supporting the podcast. Thank you to those new ones. Thank you. Hi. (laughs) Uh, I will be posting at least once a week. I'm not going to give you guys a set date because I feel like that's a little bit unfair. 
Um, but I will be posting once a week and that is it. Thank you so much and I'll see you guys on the next one. Mm-hmm.